This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Welcome to another Sick and Wrong, the podcast. America's number one source for antisocial commentary. I believe this is podcast number eight. I'm D. Simon. What's up, bitches? This is Lance Wackerly. I like that intro. I got a little tougher with it. Yeah, I know. It's like you all of a sudden gained street cred in like a week. That's right. Damn, dude. What, you been like listening to a lot of Dave Chappelle or something? Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shit. I'm, I'm like scared to uh, bring up my article with you. This is the new attitude. Damn. Well, anyways, it's, it's another passed. Sick and Wrong podcast number eight. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here, and I definitely have some good articles. I want to thank everyone for sending emails. Dude, we've been getting like crazy amount of emails. Email insanity. I think, I think the amount of email we got this past week doubled the last week. Well, people are sending us articles. People are telling us to fuck off. People are telling us that we're like strange pedophiles that are into like shoving guinea pigs up our asses. But what's cool about it is people are listening. And they're uh, emailing us, so that's good. Sick and right. Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Also, I don't know if you checked this, Lance, but um, if you looked at the email, if you checked the email recently, but uh, someone sent us, I sent out an email to like Style Project and Rotten and a bunch of different sites saying, check out the Muhammad cartoon on our website that uh, that we have posted up there with Muhammad with the sand in his vagina. And like two guys got back to me. I think one guy from bangedup.com. Nice. And one other guy was just like, I fucking love it. That's going up on the site immediately. So people, spread the word. Check out the website, sickandwrong.blaringfoghorn.com. And uh, yeah, you can check out the uh, Muhammad cartoon. And it, and you know what? You should actually do this as soon as possible because we're probably going to get firebombed because of this. Right. I'm actually getting scared, so I'm probably going to want to take it down soon. Maybe. I think so we're pushing our luck. Yeah, for the time being, go check it out while it's up there. Anyways, uh, do I'm you kind ever... of a pussy, if in case you didn't know. Dude, you're 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 contradicting your intro here. Sorry. <laughs> so did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I can't remember what I did, so it must have been pretty good. Dude, I've been noticing that. I don't know if that's with the old age or if it's just years of drinking. I can never just remember what I did the weekend. I think it's because I don't do anything. <laughs> Dude, I mean, every weekend you get I do all the fucked same. up every weekend, right. and then by the Monday, and it's just like you just forget about it. But it's always the same thing. So it's like, what is there to remember if I just did the same thing I do every weekend? Well, dude, I got a scare on a Sunday, and well, I mean, I, I kind of had a shitty weekend all in all. Well, sorry, alcohol is involved. I probably should have asked you how how was your weekend, D? Dude, you know you're such an inconsiderate <laughs> fuck. Sorry. No, but seriously, I. Uh, I had a pretty shitty weekend all in all with that DJing thing I had to do Saturday night with the meth freaks. Over the, in Oakland? Yeah, it was like up over in, in Oakland. This girl Piedmont, asked me to right? come. It was in Piedmont at this bar called the Carry House. Some girls asked me to DJ, and it's a bunch of meth freaks. I ended up getting paid only 50 bucks. And the ugliest, most haggard looking strippers I think I've ever seen in my whole life. Meth mouth? Like my 31 years of my life, those were the most disgusting strippers. So, anyways, I ended up getting wasted. Go uh, meet up with a chick. We come back. We, uh,. End up having sex, of course, because we're both really drunk. It's just kind of like that drunken, time. yeah, it's like that drunken sloppy sex. And midway, like during intercourse, I pull out and I see this like ring wrapped around my my member. Like a ring around the collar? <laughs> no, no, a ring around the <laughs> a ring like, around the cock. Like the no. ring in my toilet bowl right now? No, dude. No, and it wasn't like a stain from her. Oh. I'm saying it was like something it was like a plastic ring that came out of her. 
onto my member. <laughs> oh, like something while would, I was in there, something would come out like one of those Long's Drugs uh, toy machines. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. It's like I felt like I won a fucking prize. I'm like, dude. Well, first of all, actually, I was Did just it have like the Power Rangers on it or something. No, you know what I thought it was? <laughs> I thought someone had like you know stuck their fist in there, and it came off, and then you know I was in there and it came out and it landed on me. But I'm just kind of like. Looking down, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So basically you're saying your cocks is about as big around as somebody's arm? Is that what you're trying to imply? <laughs> yeah, like a fist. I'm talking about like a big guy's fist, All like right. a football player. Okay. But no, I, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, it, it kind of looks like a plastic ring. It looked like one of those like bangle rings that they wore in the 80s. Those like jelly rings, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sort of. I, th- I think you still drive around that blue van and pass them out to little girls. <laughs> like those rings. Uh, I've moved on to uh, blow pops. No longer doing Smurfs? No. Yeah, that was back in the 80s. But no, anyways, this ring was like, it came out, it's it's wrapped around like the base of my shaft. And I'm I'm looking, I'm looking down, I'm like, you know, what the fuck is that? Yeah, what and was it? And she just starts laughing. She's laughing, and then she's like, ring toss. And I'm like, ring toss? She's like, that's my birth control. I was like, ring toss? And she's like, no, I'm saying it's ring toss because it's on your dick, but it's the ring. So in actuality, your dick was like a little spindle coming up through the ring. The ring was sort of... Not a little spindle. Jostling around. Not a little spindle. <laughs> it was like a very big spindle. It's kind of like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's 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 on my dick, and I'm just like, well, what is it? She's like, it's it's the Nuva ring. You've never heard of it? It's, it's a contraceptive device. It's birth control. I'm like, birth control? The ring? I, I, what is it? How does it work? What do you do? I think it makes your sperm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> One ring to rule them all. Right. No, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I actually, I hope it doesn't do the invisible sperm. Think about that, dude. You could impregnate anyone. You might have a kid and you just wouldn't have seen it. Because the kid will be invisible right. when it's born. No, but I'm asking her. I'm like, Nuva Ring. I've never heard of this. I've, you know, I've heard of the pill. I've heard of IUDs. The sponge. Even, the sponge. Oh, yeah, I've, I've 31 years old. Uh, you know, I've, I've encountered most birth control devices, but this was new to me. And so I've been, you know, I watched TV last night and I saw a commercial for it. Uh, Have you so, seen that? Um, I don't think so. Uh, it's like, it, this really sounds like something I've never heard of. It, I mean, what does your girlfriend use? Does your girlfriend use the, the ring? I take full responsibility for my birth control. What, you take the shots? No, just condoms, Vasectomy dude. when you're 14. <laughs> well, that and, but just to be safe, I also wear condoms. Well, it's probably a good idea. That's, but I was wearing a condom. And and then it, it still came out on me. So this was the second tier of defense. Well, yeah, but I guess they have to use the I ring. Mean, did you go into detail with her about it? Is this something well, not that at she... the moment? At the, at the moment, she just kind of took the ring, shoved it back in, and we just continued. <laughs> and then later, I was like, you know, I'm not going to drop this. I was like, well, what? How does it work? What is this thing? I was I was infatuated. You know, I was, and so she's like, well. It's, you know, it, it works with hormone cycles. It's kind of like the pill, but they just shove the ring in there and it, like, adjusts their hormones. I'm not even quite so sure exactly how it works. it does anything to your sperm. It does something to their... Well, I was worried that... they got. I was worried that it was going to, like, shrivel my gonads or something because it touched me. Right. It's, like, made of uranium or something. Yeah, I don't even know what what it's made out of. But in this weird commercial, I don't know if you've seen the commercials, it's rather disturbing. It's like a bunch of girls walk around with, like, these hula hoops. It's like they have, like, these these rings around their waist. Well, it can't be that big. No, it's not that big. It's small because they just kind of shove it in there. Right. But they're walking around with these rings around their waist. And it just led me to believe it's like you look around and you're like, well, how many girls do you see normally you didn't that see... might have a ring shoved up inside right. there? Well, that's my next question. So you didn't see her put it in, obviously, or maybe you just weren't paying attention? Does she no, just walk well, around once... with it? Well, yeah. They, they walk around with it for like three weeks or two weeks and then take it out for like a week. 
when they're ragging. So, potentially, if, if this girl would have had sex you with somebody else, are... <laughs> the, there, there could have some been... other guy's dick could have been in that ring that your dick was in. They washed the ring, though. With what? Well, I imagine probably with soap and water. <laughs> okay. Dude, it's, there's like... If you're cool with that, I guess that's fine. I guess. I mean, I'm not too worried that, that, that the ring... I mean, I'm not really worried about the other dicks that might have been in this ring. I, I like to try to think that there weren't any other dicks in this ring recently. <laughs> but it's possible. It is possible. It is, it's quite possible that there might have been another dick in the ring. But I'm just going to say... Yeah, I guess for argument's sake, I accept that. <laughs> I'm just going to say for my own personal sanity that uh, my dick was the only dick in the ring that night. If I put my dick in like a Coke bottle and then I wash it out with soap and water, would you put your dick in it? I would not. Would you drink out of the Coke bottle? No, I wouldn't. But only if you knew I had my dick in the Coke but that's, bottle. But a Coke bottle isn't a birth control device. I don't well, see where you're saying, going with it. It's this. a circular thing. Got a piece but, of hardness. But, but dude, isn't this just kind of weird that we that this totally like you know, escape my radar here. That I had no idea that this birth control device was out there. I don't think it's that weird. It's new, you said, right? I think it's relatively new. It must have been the past couple of years. But this is the first girl I've ever encountered with the Nuva ring. And what the hell does Nuva mean? It probably means something like new. I would the new ring, right? The new ring. I think Nuva is probably the the chemical or something. You, like, know, you know, there's probably women listening to this podcast. Like those two guys are assholes. They never get laid. No, you know they're probably like saying I said, this. I just I use the guy form of birth control, which is the most obvious way. I mean, if you think about it, I put a piece of plastic around my penis and then I just come into it in the plastic. Yeah, it's kind of like an outgrowth of when you're, you know. Dude, you're implying you're like you're implying into a sock. It's like the same principle. Yeah, but you're implying that you make your own condoms here. Like no, out of garbage saying, bags or something. You, no, but I mean I can understand the concept very easily. Well, no, I understand too. I mean, I usually put on the magnets and kind, then what other kind of male uh birth control is there? None. We just have that Dude, one kind. No, we, like, don't, I, we don't have all kinds of crazy new shit that comes out every year. That's what I'm I saying. I thought there was like some kind of injection now, like a shot that you could take that you renders your sperm you know, useless. I like, haven't heard of it. You haven't heard of the shot. I mean, I mean, there's the condom and there's the vasectomy. They're two, they're very both very straightforward. Would you do it though? No... <laughs> would you do it if there's a pill or a shot that the guy takes? Yeah, probably. You would do that. Yeah, probably. Dude, that would make you well, less I mean, of a man. Okay, but this is all, we got to get off this topic because there's the, the, whole know, thing about condom, the whole thing about condoms is the VD, right? That, well, the, yeah, it, exactly. You don't get so the girl you, pregnant, you don't get VD. So you still wear the condom anyways. But the I'm ring just saying, protect you from VD. I'm just saying, I was shocked. And odd by uh, finding this new birth control device wrapped around my dick. But why do they, why, I guess my final point is why do they need all these different kinds? Why can't they just be happy with, with one thing? With condoms? Or, two, or maybe two things. Or, well, I two, because condoms suck. No, but they got the diaphragm, the sponge, the ring. Uh, the what, IUD? They've got the do pill. Do girls still use they've the IUD? they got the pill. No, I think the ID gives you, like, uterine cancer or something. But so well, does the kinda, ring, probably. I, the ring just came out, right? Yeah, I don't even know what the ring does. In five does. years, they're going to say that gave you cancer. Why don't they just stick to something that they know works and is safe? You know, I imagine... You know what I'd like to do? I'd like the, the two ladies that actually listen to this podcast email us and explain the ring to me, because I'm confused. You mean your sister and my mom? <laughs> <laughs> I thought your gynecologist listened. Oh, Maybe. I don't nice know. one. <laughs> that was slick. Well, anyways, let's move on to the show here. Sick and wrong. Um, people, by, well, you, by, by now, you should know the format of the show. 
what we do here is it is America's number one source for antisocial commentary. We um, scour the Internet for the most disgusting, disturbing news items of the week, and uh, we compete against each other to find out who has the most disturbing article, and uh, the winner gets a case of beer. And we uh, like to put the vote out to the listening audience, so you can vote at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. And I believe, actually, we did have a couple people send in some emails, a few people, actually, send some emails giving last week's podcast, podcast number seven, to you. They liked Hoo-ah, you. bitches. Yeah, I know. They liked your article better about the puppy fastball, yeah, the that preacher was awesome. that was whipping puppies in the forest. That was they cool. thought that <laughs> was more sick and wrong than uh, mine with a hippie that just kind of went crazy and started killing people. So you get the case of beer, whatever you want. MGD? Yes, MGD. Every MGD. Week. Every week. So I owe you a case of beer this week. So, anyways, um, because you won the uh, last podcast, I think you should go first. This time around. It is the disadvantaged position, I believe, because, you know, the last thing people hear in their mind is what they leave to them with the big, biggest impression. So so clear the puppy fastball from your mind. Have a clean slate, and uh, let the games begin. All right, I think we're a little bit behind schedule, so I'm going to kind of blitz through this. Um... This is a story uh, out of New Delhi. Oh, wow. India. Way better than the old Delhi. I think it's its own country, right? New Delhi? I don't know. No, it's India. Anyways, it's New Delhi, India, says D. Um, I don't know if this is sick and wrong or if it's just fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I see stories that are fucking awesome and I think they're sick and wrong or vice versa, but it just is confusing my head. What's normal in New Delhi is probably sick and wrong to most other people. I think this is probably pretty sick and wrong for New Delhi also. Okay. All right. Sundar Raj, 48, and Pandit Tiwari, 52, are fishing illegally for mud crabs (laughs) off uh, North Sentinel Island. What the fuck is a mud crab? I don't know, but something they eat over there. Uh, Like something you'd find on your Balls. It's uh, it's to the south of India, wherever this is in the uh, Indian Ocean. I guess it would be over there. Um, fellow fishermen said they dropped anchor for the night uh, on January 25th. You think this is going to go into a broke back direction, don't you? It kind of sounded like broke back <laughs> it India. It broke doesn't. Crab I could just India. see your little mind like thinking of these broke back <laughs> ideas. But so these two dudes, they drop anchor for the night in their little like crappy fucking New Delhi boat. So two guys in the in the Indian Sea by themselves, just <laughs> right. fishing for mud journey crabs. Dis- a journey of discovery, um, a forbidden love. So this happened January twenty fifth. They drop anchor for the night, uh, but fell into a deep sleep, probably helped by large amounts of alcohol. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of what I my, that's what I my could, weekend was like, too. Um, during the night, their anchor, a rock tied to a rope, <laughs> <laughs> failed to hold their open-topped boat against the currents, and they drifted towards the island. The island? As day broke... Okay, now the suspense is The story's getting interesting. If we had, I wish we had a soundtrack. As day, dun, broke, dun, dun, dun. As day broke, fellow fishermen say they wow. tried to shout at the men and warn them they were in danger. Of the island? Well, listen on. However, they did not respond. They were probably drunk, and the boat drifted into the shallows where they were attacked and killed. What do you think? Holy was on, shit! What do you think was on the island? Tiger. I I don't know. I'm thinking of a huge gorilla. Huge gorilla, raging elephant. Yeah. Well, listen to this. The Sentinelese. Hermaphrodites. The Sentinelese. <laughs> 
known thought to number between 50 and 200 have rebuffed all contact with the modern world firing a shower of arrows at anyone who comes within range this Whoa, is like dude. a prehistoric society is this like king kong well Skull i haven't Island. seen the movie but i kind of got that impression um they're believed to be the last pre-neolithic tribe in the world to remain isolated and appear to have survived uh. the 2004 asian tsunami Whoa! So this is like this this just tribe that has never hasn't doesn't have any fucking sense of modernization at all, and their whole thing is if you come near their fucking island, they kill you. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> with arrows, right? With arrows. No less. I'm sure. I mean, once you get really close, they just tear you apart with their fucking hands. Um. So what happened? Well, so these guys get ripped apart and everybody sees it happen you can and they nobody can go to like rescue them or even get the bodies because you get the same treatment if you even come near their like little corner of prehistoric time that they've like carved so out it, of the modern world hold on is this island in the middle of the indian ocean and just it's uncharted no one goes there um it's pretty close to india i mean it's like looks like it's right in the middle of the indian ocean they just sort of you know, have carved it out as their own. But listen to this. This is what amazes Don't me. Go to the island. So, um, the police chief, no, uh, the, the police chief of like the nearest actual civilized island, which I guess is called Andaman Island, um, says that attempts to recover the bodies of the two men have been suspended. <laughs> right now, dude, the people are probably eating the bodies. No, this is the quote. This is the quote. Right now, With there will be, be casualties non. on both sides. These tribesmen are out in large numbers. They're going to let things cool down, and once the tribes have moved to the island's other end, they're going to sneak in and bring back the bodies. So, modern society cannot stand up to this, like, prehistoric tribe. Can't they just... I mean, they can stop riots in L.A., for God's sakes. You know, people with cars and shotguns. They can, the cops can come in and just dominate that. Why can't they, like... I don't understand well, why they can't just steamroll over this tribe and be like, you know, come on. Put well, exactly. What I'm confused about is, doesn't India have an army? Like, could they go in and trounce these people with machine guns? I think what's going on is they're like, in a, you know how, like, you know, there's groups who will, if you try and, like, build a house and there's, like, it's like some frog has his burrow underneath where you want to build your house, they're like, oh, you can't do that. I think there's environmental groups over there who say... You can't just you can't do anything to these people because you know it's like the whole because they're a tribe an right. isolated tribe. You it's have to the leave Star them alone. Trek thing. Like you can't you have to leave the society how you found it you because it's just not them it's not themselves. Up, it's not up to you know our standards we of can't society. Do anything here, right, right? So so what I'm trying to determine is how is this sick and wrong? Because, because these dudes are just in their canoe drunk, wind up on shore, and they're like, oh, fuck, I guess we better paddle out. And, like, a hundred fucking of these prehistoric tribesmen come out and rip them apart. Limb yeah, from well, they limb. shoot them. Did they tear them asunder? Or did they just shoot them full of bows and arrows? Well, here's what it says. Uh, not, I mean, shoot them full of arrows. I think they probably shoot them full of arrows, but then they go, you know. They did probably, they eat them? Are they headhunters? Well, no, they buried them in a shallow grave. There, this tribe, well, actually, I guess there was another tribe that was prehistoric that aren't around anymore. This tribe has been confused with the, I don't know how you say this, it's the Ongi, or it's O-N-G-E. Um, they would cut up and burn their dead, you know, the people that they fucking attacked because they got too near their fucking prehistoric <laughs> wonderland, prehistoric Eden. Uh, they'd burn... 
cut up and then burn the dead to uh, avoid them returning as evil spirits. So people would see that and think that they were going to eat them because it looked like they were cooking them. But they were just burning them to, to kill you know, the spirit. You know what I just don't understand? In this day and age, why are there still tribes like this out there? Right. And why are we putting up with them? That's my question. Why don't we just go waste them? It's it's not like it's some, you know, mountain lion that doesn't, you know, it's a... No, it's, these are know, people. It's a, it's a primitive or lower species, so it doesn't know not to attack. Dude, because it's... These are, you know, they're, they're fully-fledged human homo sapiens with, like, our same genetic structure that, you know... I, I feel they're being coddled. I think they should be, you know... Well, I'm, su- I'm surprised that, like, the televangelists haven't gone out there and made them all Christian. You know, I mean, how come, they, how come they haven't been, like, <laughs> you know, sure the, converted? All, I'm sure all the missionaries are full of arrows and, like, you know, buried in shallow graves beneath the beach. Uh, these very guys, very that's interesting. That's why these guys are still around, because they're not one of these uh, tribes that, you know, have long since been, you know, assimilated in society, because when they saw outsiders, you know, they welcomed them to their table. You know, like the American Indians. These guys don't fuck around. Like, don't come near my fucking island or I'll kill you. Or we'll shoot you full of bow and arrows. That's why they haven't been converted. That's why they still live in their state of prehistoric uh, bliss. Well, that's a very interesting anthropological story you got there, Lance. <laughs> I- I'm not quite sure how sick and wrong it is. I told you. I don't know if I if it's sick. I mean, murder. Two people were murdered in cold blood with primitive tools. Savagely. Savagely. By savages. They were savaged. They were as savaged. Jeff would say. They were savage. You would say it about something else, but... But but they weren't, like, raped. They weren't shit on. You don't know that. There was probably some we tribal... We don't even know if they were eaten. They were buried in a shallow grave. <laughs> I don't think they were eaten. But there's probably some ritual elements to their murder. I, w- I would like to think so. I think so. So, you know, on a scale of uh, the sick and wrong scale, one being the worst, ten being completely fucking sick, I'm going to give that a two. You are a fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Because my article's gonna slay be that. Your story better. <laughs> what are you slay giving it? it? I'm gonna give it. I, that's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't distinguish between whether I just think it's awesome or whether it's sick and wrong. It's definitely. I mean, people. Were, it, it's definitely pretty fucked up. Fucked up. Okay. It's, it's fucked, fucked up. up. It's not really sick and wrong. I'm gonna give it a six. A six. It is fucked up though. It's a little it's bit not high. Just, it's not purely awesome. No, but it's pretty fucked up that there are still people out there. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. I had no idea that there were still societies that were this primitive and just this hostile. And what a wretched end to a drunken evening. Right. Yeah, that didn't happen to me this weekend. I just I got a they, ring on my dick. They must have offered. They must not have offered them any mud crabs. <laughs> you know. I, yeah. I didn't even know they drank in India personally. Well, anyways. Um, yeah. After that, I say we move on to a real sick and wrong story here. Okay. Go, Mister <laughs> Fucking Fancy Pants. <laughs> Also, another international article we have here. I'm going to try to breeze through this, too. Um, this happened in New Zealand, and is it, it happened to a businessman. So uh, check this out. Um, the guy's name is Brendan Francis, and currently he is – this happened about, about a month ago. Actually, it's probably, yeah, like mid-January. This guy is currently out on bail and ordered by the courts in New Zealand to stay away from all pet shops and farms. Brendan Francis McMahon appeared in court facing charges of bestiality and severe cruelty to animals 
in particular rabbits and guinea pigs. The well-dressed New Zealand businessman fronted once at one time fronted Sydney's. Oh, okay, I guess this actually occurred in Australia. Sydney's Downing Center. This guy had his own financial mortgage broking company called like the Downing Center, and. Uh, <laughs> Something, was it the Downing Center? The Downing. Oh, I mean, actually, I'm getting this whole article fucked up. Sydney's Downing Center local court. That's what their court is called in Sydney, Australia. The okay. Downing Center. All right. All right. Is it just a fucked up name? It sounds like a facility that a Reach Around Foundation might sponsor. It, it, seriously, it's like, whoa, what is it? Like the Downing Center for Down Syndrome lawyers? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I, I'm not sure. Well, anyways, They're I guess special. Mr. McMahon, the, uh, the rabbit fucker, ran a financial and mortgage broking company called Mears and McMahon Capital. He was... Uh, He's his the uh, his partner here, Jason Mears, the brother of fashion designer Jody Mears, I guess, who um, is kind of a famous person in Australia. So being McMahon, a, being a heterosexual dude, I know nothing about fashion designers. Yeah, neither do I. But anyways, this guy is uh, 36 years old, a very successful CEO of a one of Australia's more successful finan- financial mortgage broking companies. He was arrested. Um, just this past summer in charge of bestiality and the mutilation deaths of 50 rabbits and guinea pigs. He was also charged with two counts of possession of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> the facts allege that 17 dead or dying rabbits were found in... <laughs> This is so funny. In the closet and the desk drawers of his York Street office between uh, July and August and September of uh, this past year. So there are 17 dead or dying rabbits and guinea pigs in his office. Police then received information that at least 40 to 50 deceased rabbits and guinea pigs were found in the alley behind his workplace stuffed in a bag in the dumpster. Several of the rabbits, three of the guinea pigs, were sexually interfered with. I I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean, this motherfucker had rabbits in his desk drawers that had been sexually interfered with. Which just leaves so much to the imagination here. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this story. Definitely. Behind the scenes. So I guess the financier here, Mr. McMahon, had been in a told the courts that he had been in a drug-induced psychosis caused by methamphetamine... (laughs) which he called the drug ice, which compelled him to commit the acts of cruelty. And you know what I find kind of weird about this? You know, being in California, we know a lot of meth addicts. And, uh, you know, I mean, they, meth pe- people on meth, under the influence of methamphetamine, do some weird shit. You know, they, they do don't, some weird shit. They don't brush their teeth. They stay up late. They, you know, run around the streets naked. They go on and on and but on about I've the stupidest never, shit. I've never heard of anyone in Fresno or Concord or anyone out here, even our good friend, uh, uh, I don't even want to mention his name, but our good Probably friend. Jim. Yeah, our good friend that we know. Um, I've never heard of. Any of them, fucking rabbits or guinea pigs or other rodents. And just, I mean, this guy sounds like he had like a really hardcore problem with it. It wasn't like he tried it once or twice. Is is the meth in Australia just like... Amazing. I mean, just really fucking good. I mean, is it so good that you're just like, God, I'm so fucking horny. I'm going to go fuck this rabbit right now. No, but see, that's not... This guy was, a, what, probably a millionaire, right? Sounds like. Yeah, dude, he's a successful CEO. He could afford, you know, high-priced call girls if it was just him being horny. He didn't want them. This is his... This is his uh, predilection. <laughs> <laughs> he had a proclivity to fuck 
small rodents. Well, anyways, the police trace the guy through the corporate credit card purchases he used to buy the animals. They also examined bank records from the company, which showed excessive amounts of purchases on his credit cards, corporate credit cards, from pet stores around the Sydney area. So basically they tracked him down because he had an abnormally high amount of purchases of small rodents from pet stores on his credit card. Dude, he would order 50 at a time. 50 rabbits and guinea pigs at a time. Well, he could have just told them he had a large snake that he had to keep happy, which I well, guess was trying to come true. <laughs> my anaconda. Don't want none unless it's got fur, hon. <laughs> Unless it's got big bug teeth and little bunny tails. Well, since the time the investigation occurred, I guess the um, injuries to the animals escalated in violence and ferocity. Um, Please say that there might have been up to 100 rabbits killed. Um, During a search of a McMahon's office, it was noticed that the accused had visible small scratches all over his hands, his faces, and his chest. So over his hands, his face, his chest, he had little small scratches and bite marks. So these rabbits were fighting for their lives. They didn't want to be fucked. <laughs> you, you can tell that. It I mean, wasn't, it wasn't consensual, <laughs> is what you're saying. Well, you know what's kind of what. <laughs> well, you know what I don't understand about this. First of all, where does it stem from? Like, was this guy like abused by a rabbit when he was young? I mean, he just has a faulty brain. You just think it's faulty wiring or something right. that makes him do this? Yeah, obviously. Why, why isn't he fucking like a lamb or a or a you know a pig? Which tend most that, people that in America respect, acceptable to you? Well, no, but I'm saying in America we don't fuck rabbits. If we're gonna fuck something, we'll like fuck a pig. You know, you always hear people fucking pigs or or sheep, but you never hear them fucking rabbits. He liked the small. He liked them small and defenseless. <laughs> but another thing, another thing, he another must love Easter. But another aside, I want to mention here. So let's say you worked in this, you know, finance company, and this guy was your CEO, right? And you, you go to his office, and you notice that his face is all scratched up with little bite marks and little scratches. He's got some rabbit fluff under the collar of his Armani suit. Do you say anything? Well, it'd be funny because he would call you in for something like a, a annual review or something. It's like Lance. Um, do you have that TPS report? <laughs> um, how do you feel about your performance this year? <laughs> how do you feel about being all fucking scarred up? What's up with that? And there's squeaking coming from your desk. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, like dying squeaking coming right. out of one of his drawers. Like, <laughs> sir, sir, there's there's something squeaking in your desk. No, there's not. <laughs> But I mean, what, would, you, <laughs> would you say something like, or would you think people are just kind of like, Jesus, man, you know, I mean, th- th- this guy's kind of whacked. He had to be, I mean, everybody had to know and he had to be, they had to know that he was going down for something. Well, I guess police said that they had nicknames for him. Bugs Bunny, the Bunny Bugger, and uh, my one that I would add, Sick Fuck Who Fucks Rabbits. So but, they, they all knew, but it took the cops going through his credit card records. If nobody went to the authorities or anything. Well, someone found the bag, and that's what tipped. I mean, that tipped him off, and then they traced all these purchases. Oh, okay. So they found the bag of all these mutilated rabbits and the, guinea the pigs card, in the alley. The credit card investigation was the follow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just interesting to me that this guy could be a CEO of you know a, a very successful company. But yet the whole time he's like high on speed and fucking rabbits and killing them. You know, that's, just that's murdering rabbits. Up, dude. I, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. But anyways, um, so right now the guy is uh, he's out on bail, which I'm surprised because I, I think in this country they would have just kept him locked up. 
but he is ordered to stay away from pet shops and farms. I'm hoping that never happens to me. But anyways, during the trial, this is real quick, I just want to mention this. During the trial, they're bringing in rabbit like professional you know witnesses like the prosecutors are bringing witnesses to give their expert testimony here so the australian companion rabbit society president laura nettle turned up um, at the hearing she claimed that the rabbit is symbolically and historically connected with human female sexuality never knew it i i'm just trying to think of how, how what does a rabbit have to do with a woman don't know well, in her bizarre comments, Miss <laughs> Nettle claimed that prostitutes used to be known as bunnies. Well, okay. Well, let's think about it. What about, you know, Playboy magazine? Well, that's what she says. She's like, you're aware of the Playboy bunny. That's probably the most blatant rabbit sexualization there is. That's true. So, and then there's the <laughs> rampant fecundity of rabbit sexuality, you know, like rabbits hump like bunnies. So it sounds like she's, like, defending the guy? <laughs> yeah. that's a, The prosecution brought her in, and she's saying that because our culture... Like, Western society sexualizes rabbits. His behavior is completely understandable. <laughs> so everybody in court, they're bringing up all these witnesses get, saying, man, this guy was fucked up. Wow, what a weirdo. Next witness, please. This guy's crazy. And then they bring up the person who's supposedly, like... Their expert, you know, witness here. Well, plus, it sounds like she's, like... Uh, she works for like the Rabbit Protection Society, right? Well, yeah, I and don't she's know. Like, yeah, I can see it. Well, this is, it's, <laughs> it's the fun. Australian Companion Rabbit Society. Like, what the fuck is that? Maybe maybe the society's all about sexual relations with well, rabbits. I'm wondering maybe. if she fucks bunnies. You know, because, I mean, she, this is what she said. Her, her final quote here. They are known, rabbits are known as sexual beings. They have sex all the time. They're very prolific in terms of their reproduction. It's not something that could be easily controlled. So I, I don't even know what she's talking it's the about. Story ever. <laughs> so, anyways, in essence, that that that's my story here. The uh, insane Australian CEO who fucks rabbits. All right, that's way more sick and wrong than mine. So I think on the scale of uh, one to ten, I'm gonna have to give this a nine. What do you think? Eight. Eight. Yeah. You're the winner it's, of this. It's this pretty week, fucked it's hands up. down. You concede? It's hands down. You know, I've been saving this one because I've had it for like about. I probably had this about three weeks. I found it on bangedup.com. I want to give them a shout-out. I don't know where they got it from. Probably, like, the Sydney News or something. Right. But um, anyways, I was, I was, I've been saving this as a trump card because you've been kicking my ass the past few weeks. Granted. So, um, so anyways, people, feel free to email us, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. And, uh, yeah, let us know which article uh, you find the best. Should we wrap this one up? Yeah, I think um, we gotta we gotta move on here real real quick. I think we should make mention of the guy. This is kind of funny. As I was looking in the internet for articles for uh, this this podcast, you know, one of the articles I came across was an article that this dude found and sent to uh, Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail dot com. I think I believe his name's Eric. He sends us his email, and in the comment line of the email, he's like. This sounds like something you guys would do to each other. Yeah, kind of taunting. You know, what does he mean by this? I don't know. Should we? Should I tell you what the article uh, is? Well, why don't we? Uh, yeah, why don't we explain the article? Just kind of summarize it. Because if I would have found this and it wouldn't have been, dude, emailed, I was going to do this article. I would have used it also, but this guy sort of beat us but, to the punch. But this guy, this guy definitely uh, found a good article here. So this is from uh, Eric. Uh, I don't know where the hell he's from. He doesn't say, but. Uh, so, Moss Bluff, like, story is Moss Bluff, Florida. <clears throat> a man accused of fairly beating his roommate with a sledgehammer and a claw hammer. <laughs> Always bring two hammers to when you're going to beat the hell out of somebody. Sledgehammer and a claw hammer. If you're going to beat somebody to death, I would use the sledgehammer. Wounding, I like the claw, dude. Well, for wounding, I would go with the claw, but uh, 
uh, murder potential. I think the sledgehammer is the best. Yeah, just one good whack with yeah, that. Yeah, just thing. crush their skull. But the claw, dude. But anyways, the reason the this Jew guy, claw. The, re- the reason, <laughs> get your Jew claw away from me. The reason this guy murdered his roommate. Uh, uh, the guy who did the murdering was 56. His roommate, now deceased, was 58. Uh, so, so these they, guys are middle-aged roommates well, here. old, if you ask me. But yeah, middle. maybe maybe that's middle-aged now. But uh, so the one guy, he was in the shitter. I'm not going to read the whole story, but he was in the shitter, and there was no toilet paper. <laughs> so his roommate, you know, took a shit, used all the toilet paper, left uh, whoever was going to come in next. This was an empty high and dry. Dude, I'd be pissed off, too. Because what do you do? You, do you wipe with the cardboard tube? No, dude. I would wipe, wipe with your remains after I sledgehammered your face in. I would wipe, <laughs> I would wipe with your bath towel, and then I would sledgehammer your face in. I would just wipe with my hand and then wipe it across your face. But yeah, so Eric, Eric who emailed in, this is probably something you and I would do to each other. Uh, yeah, you know. It probably is. Eric, you know, this is what happens. I wonder when- if these guys are drunk. Well, what what happened here? So the dude found found out that he had no toilet paper. Did he just pull his pants up and confront his roommate, or did he just go grab the sledgehammer and just whack Actually, him across the, the head? To read the article, uh, they were just arguing about the fact that some the other guy you know left used no all the toilet, toilet paper. Used all the toilet just paper. Just an inconsiderate bastard. Um. Well, actually, this is what happened. So they're arguing about it, and Matthews pulled out a rifle. That's when Crow pulled out the sledgehammer and said. Oh, so the one guy pulled out a rifle. It sounds like during he instigated the heated it. argument, right. and then the guy pulled out a sledgehammer and just whacked him with it. The argument was over toilet paper. I'm not sure who uh, <laughs> left the roll empty. So, so what happened? Did he just end up bashing his face in, and then went and uh, bought some toilet paper? First, beat him with the sledgehammer and the claw hammer, and then the guy was beaten so badly uh, he could, they couldn't even identify him except through his fingerprints, and oh, he was Jesus. just dead. <laughs> I wonder how long these guys are roommates for. I don't know. Man. Probably a while. God, that's They're horrible. They're just fed up with you. This is probably the culmination of a ton of issues. And Man, the toilet you know, paper was just the last straw. You know, this sounds to me like something that, a, that would happen with a husband and wife. I could see the wife. Because you know how girls always get pissed because there's no toilet paper? Because well, they use up so many yeah, rolls girl, of toilet paper. use... 20 times the amount of toilet paper that a guy does. Oh, dude. I, I, when I used to live with my girlfriend, I, I, I'd buy like those 20 packs of toilet paper. Gone in three days. Gone in three days. It's because they wipe everything with it. They just wipe their entire body up and down. That, that's why I'm surprised it didn't happen between a man and a woman. I'm surprised like the they didn't start arguing. The man, you know, like the woman pulled out the sledgehammer here. Maybe one of the guys was a she-male. It could have been. Well, anyways, uh, Erica, thanks, thanks for the article. And uh, yeah, you're you're right on there. If um, this had happened, if Lance used all my toilet paper, or pretty much anything of mine, like let's say you smoked my last cigarette, right? I'd probably break out a baseball bat or my nunchucks. You know, Eric and his roommates, <laughs> if they one of them used up all the KY jelly, they would probably do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you get pissed about those things. Everybody's got their certain thing that they just have. Dude, to I have. wonder what this guy's defense would be. He used up all my fucking toilet paper. Right, I just did. Did, did that happen in Florida? Yes, Moscow, Florida. God, I knew it. I knew it. Had to be in Florida. Well, anyways, I can hear the music. We got to wrap this show up. But, uh, people, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, keep sending us emails sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Next week, uh, we'll be back, podcast number nine. Yeah. Podcast number nine. Thank you. Good night. Good night, bitches. Hot.